I go on the side of you, I have a real urge to be on the left. <laughs> Hi everyone. <laughs> it's Sydney and Tina. <laughs> Hello. We're just walking by the river or the sea? The mm. sea. I think it's the We're sea. walking along in Vancouver. <laughs> along some water. Everyone here is running. Literally, everyone's on like a daily run. Even though it's midday on a Saturday, but fine. It's quite grey today Very and a grey. bit rainy. <laughs> there are loads of, not skyscrapers, but kind of high-rise glass apartment buildings. We've been trying to like analyse what the city looks like. We've decided that it's like a mixture of like a really modern European city, but like mixed with like Hong Kong or something, mm-hmm. but then also in like an alpine setting. And there's like yeah. amazing mountains everywhere. And, and logs in the, in the water and like beavers maybe but then the difference is that everyone here is like super super chill and like to a weird extent like other than everyone going for a run (laughs) they like no one's in a rush ever everyone's just plodding along smiling you can see right up that street quite a nice vista oh yeah called a vista what's that called like a, like a ride yep I think obviously in like the country where they have on like estates they used to have bit for they would like could gallop down and chase things and they'd have trees on either side but it would be really open i think it's called a ride okay i just ride. don't i like, all the cities here are like grid formation which yeah, is not it, i don't like it it's also extremely confusing to walk around and we have managed to get lost quite a few times Maybe, first of all it's because i tried to do the directions which i <laughs> i don't know if anyone knows me but i can't do directions so i've ceded control Hopefully, completely to uh, no one listening to this knows you <laughs> um so I've completely ceded control to Tina, so she has got the map and the like maps on her phone and everything. Yeah, so yesterday we kind of walked up to Stanley Park. We walked along um, by the sea. It isn't a river, it's, just, it's definitely the it sea. Is, I think it's like all yeah. the inlets of the sea. And we walked yeah. by the waterfront, it was really beautiful. And we walked around Stanley Park and we walked around a lagoon and it was like super like blue skies and really cold. And we saw a, a black squirrel. That was a real <laughs> highlight for me. Um, Oh, and then we walked. Have a nice weekend, ladies. Thank you. And then we walked um, um, down to what is probably downtown Vancouver. I think no. Do you know? What? I think it's up, not uptown. That sounds fake. But because all the buses going the other direction were saying downtown. Oh, okay. It was kind of like a basically we don't know where we were, but we went to this coffee shop that Sydney's friend Tony recommended. <laughs> Shout out to her. Um, and we got uh, cinnamon rolls and had a coffee. And like kind of wandered around the. It was like uh, quite residential. Like, looked at all the houses. Yeah, um, but it was super. Like it was just really nice to kind of like get an idea of what our new city looks like. Um, and then we went out for some drinks in the evening. <laughs> what, poutine. Was, yeah, and we had poutine, which was essentially what you get from like a chip van in the UK. <laughs> Apologies. Like it's literally like it was nice, kind of, but it was like I think also it's really not the. We probably shouldn't have had it as like our main dinner meal. Yeah, it literally we sat down. We we sat down to have cheesy chips and gravy. (laughs) Um, So that was like yeah. And on the first night we went out to uh, like a bar. Yeah. Oh, and also it was like super wild because they were literally they have every single bar here is playing sports all All the time. time. But not even sort of current like um, contemporary sport. It's like sport from like twenty eighteen. Yeah, and it will just be a random mixture of like basketball and ice yeah like ice hockey and stuff and then 
and like no one's really watching it but there'll be like 20 TVs on all They're the time really bright, like, and when we were in there on Friday night they were playing sport and then suddenly the hundreds of TVs in there uh, <laughs> started playing Saving Private Ryan but they had like rap music playing so it was just like on with the subtitles and it was like the most like creepily patriotic thing I mean I know we're not in America but it was yeah. like really really up, like not like not great really not great and very masculine yeah and the, the hostel's really nice it is really nice um, we, we did. Nice roommates we did have two roommates, but they've both gone. Um, <laughs> Not because we forced them out. <laughs> no. I mean, one of them. We well, made like sort of like an Australian friend. I mean, yeah. maybe friend She's is strong. She's called Anne. She's nice. She was here. A lot of people are skiing. Yeah. Um, everyone keeps asking us if we're skiing. Or when I was, you know, before I came here, everyone was like, "Oh, you're going skiing?" There, I was like, "Well, like, I have the money a, to go skiing or <laughs> be like the sort of non laziness." <laughs> yeah, I can ski. I just don't. They want to. Yeah. Um, you just walk past like a big. And oh, that's like a. Is it a tuning thing? Like a big tuning, f- not tuning fork, but like a what? tuning. Yeah, it's like a musical oh. note on it. Oh, I thought that was like a ship. Anyway. It's an acoustic anvil. Oh, that's cool. Small weight. So we think next, like next week, we're gonna do like more of the excursions. Like that, the hotel that the hostel are putting on, um, so because yeah, you go. <laughs> I think they're basically just like different parks and stuff, like kind of nature experiences. Yeah, so we want to go up to like um, the canyons and across like this because there's so much like, I mean, the nature around here is the just nature? the nature is, is something else, um, and we just don't trust ourselves to do it on our own. So we're going to go and try and make some friends, which will be <laughs> like at the moment. I think we're too much of a powerful force, just the two of us. And I don't think people want to like try and penetrate our conversations, <laughs> especially because at breakfast this morning we were sat around a table with like some like people who were like making friends, and me and Sydney were having a really intense conversation about um like prostitution and sex work in the uk and like how like <laughs> and it was like 9 30 in the morning and the people next to us were trying to work out like an english boy was asking <laughs> these two french girls whether they eat a lot of bread in france it was quite and a, then they were, they were <laughs> it was so boring and me and were sat next to them talking about whether or not it's impossible to be simultaneously empowered and not oppressed as a sex worker in the uk <laughs> Um, <laughs> which I'm sure most of you will know our opinions on that. <laughs> um, yeah, and tonight we're going to go on a massive one. Big old Saturday night. Um, there's... What are we going to oh, going to a drag show? Yeah, there's a th- thriving LGBTQ community and, uh, like, a gay district in the city which we already Quite. went to last night. <laughs> Quite near where we're staying. Yeah, so we're going to go to a drag show this evening. That'll be fun. Just... Because we can, because we've worked out that we have literally no responsibilities <laughs> and like so much time. So much time. Which also means that we can kind of like finish our excursions whenever we want and like go home and like read or as we did yesterday, talk for about three and a half hours in our bed. I think the jury's coming out whether we will run out of things to say. Um, yeah, we'll let, we'll you, let know. you know how that goes. It could happen. It'll make for a really good podcast episode. <laughs> Just the silence. <laughs> We have covered quite a lot of topics already. We've been here for two days. Yeah, we're, we're fearful that we're getting through it too quickly. Or we'll just rehash things and have to like wipe our memories and pretend that we've never talked about those things before. Yeah. Or we'll just have to actually start talking to other people in the <sighs> hostel. I suppose. Yeah. I suppose. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Not much else to report. We had 
nice flights out here yeah they were good fine. i met a really creepy man in <laughs> i landed in i had to get a um connecting flight from calgary um so it took me like 10 hours to fly to calgary and then um i had to wait there for like two and a bit hours and then i flew to vancouver and um i literally got off the plane had to report that i wasn't bringing any cannabis into the country <laughs> that was a really important part and then was standing looking at my at like the board to see what gate I had to go to was probably looking a bit lost because I just landed in a country I've never been to before (laughs) and then a security guard came up to me and went are you lost little girl and I was like um I guess so then he said he asked me where I was going and then he said okay let's get on the shuttle together and then he had to shuttle me on a little cart through the airport and then he described to me in painful detail how gates sort of like work in chronological order so if you walk past gate a23 the next one believe it or not will be a22 and i had to pretend that i'd never been to an airport before because i was just a lost little girl a tiny 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 little woman just (laughs) so silly um and I already have a book recommendation for everyone from my flight. I read um, I Feel Bad About My Neck, which is a collection of essays by Nora Ephron. um, And it's been recently reissued. What do you call it? There's like a new edition um, with a foreword by Dolly Alderton. Shout out to Dolly Alderton. um, Everything I Know About Love. Fame. Fame. And also the high-low fame. Yeah. Obviously, this podcast is going to compete with that one pretty heavily. Um... It's really, really fantastic. Also, if any mums or my mum is listening to this, definitely read it. It's so well-written and relatable, particularly if you're a woman. If you're a man, definitely read it if you want. But also, it's just essays about growing old and, like, what it is to be a woman. But also, like, it's yeah, and and it's, it's just so wonderful and funny and clever and also you never she has a really interesting way of writing where you never know whether she's writing as herself or as another character um and it kind of doesn't really matter um because it feels autobiographical but also each essay could be like a really wonderful short story about like obviously the title of the novel is about the essay on how as you grow old your like greatest insecurity becomes your neck and how you never ever want to look at your neck and whatever you do to your hair and your face and what you wear it will only ever be given away like your age will be given away by what your neck looks like and she also thinks that if you are under the age of 35 Mm -hmm. you should wear a bikini every single day of your life oh which i'm not sure we're going to do here but i quite like the sentiment it's, it's a nice sentiment. I'm not sure I just have the, the urge to, though. Yeah, and Sydney read a really interesting yeah, book recently. Yeah, my book recommendation is um, Red, White and Royal Blue. I don't know what the author's name is because it was on my Kindle, so I never know what it, the author is because <laughs> I can't see it. Yeah. Um, but it's very... It's like a escapist thing about, basically, if a woman had won... Um, if a woman had won the presidency in 2016 and it's about, like, the her son, the president's son, and um, the prince of england who's not harry william but you know is a kind of fictional prince of england and they're like friendship and relationship and it's really just really like uplifting and nice and happy and like a really nice love story and it's just really sweet and you kind of just smile the whole time you're reading it and it's just it's 
not it's it kind of touches on interesting important issues but not in like an annoying way it kind of, it kind of just like you know it doesn't feel so what's the word it, it doesn't feel like, like it's ignoring the problems in the world or like brushing over them it's just kind of like writing a different history of it and it's just really nice and uplifting and I would definitely recommend it if you I want I feel like something. I don't read many uplifting books no you don't because you always want to read things that are like really intense or like really thought provoking or like really hard to read but yeah. I think there's like a and I think also people people don't value like light not necessarily light hearted but kind of uplifting and happy books because they're not seen it as, seems like trashy yeah although it's like not academic it not is, intellectual it is, enough exactly yeah. and it's quite a trashy book in a way because it's about like sex and this like relationship or whatever but it's also just nice and fun and why can't we read nice fun things yeah I'm really looking forward to all the books I will download on my new Kindle maybe if we walk sorry we just like managed to walk into a puddle um <laughs> also in terms of the films I watch this is my me and my family always have to tell each other what we've watched on, oh, yeah. on a flight so I'll tell you and I'll give you a very short review of each one because I could I've already done the full debrief with Sydney um try to watch the film Good Boys which is like suppo- oh, it's I like also a, tried to watch that on a different flight it's like a I think it's Seth Rogen isn't it who wrote yeah, yeah, it Seth Rogen. so it's supposed to be it's like a really really crude very rude um explicit film it's but like it's like super bad but with like eight year olds yeah so all the kids I think I don't know how old they're supposed to be like they're in sixth grade so I assume that's like year six they're like yeah. ten yeah um and the guy the, the little boy Jacob Tremblay who was in Room if any of you have seen Room which Wasn't is fantastic for that. yeah and, and he's he's like a, he's like a really really amazing actor but he's like three <laughs> um so he's the main little boy in it and it's him and his two friends and it's supposed to be like kind of I don't know if you call it satirical but it's like it's supposed to be funny because they are being like they're like swearing and talking about sex and porn and like mm. but equally have never kissed a girl and it's a bit basically I watched 20 minutes of it and was desperately trying to find anything to laugh at but I just found it really um upsetting <laughs> mostly but yeah it just wasn't funny it could be quite clever and funny in the way it could be the trailer was funny yeah, the tra- yeah. yeah but the trailer has probably all the funny moments in the film but in the trailer so yeah just watch the trailer so I watched 20 minutes of that and then that was over mm-hmm. I then watched Can You Ever Forgive Me which was the film I think it came out in 2018 I yeah, want to say so. and it was like Oscar nominated it's a nice dog um, with Melissa McCarthy and Richard E. Grant and I would recommend it it's a very very well acted film um, but I wouldn't make anyone rush to see it mm. I think that it did a really good job of telling a story but it didn't put, it, there was no angle to the story which I found quite sort of confusing because I was like if you have these fantastic actors doing such a fantastic portrayal of something then kind of make it say something rather than just make a film for the I don't know I do love a good story Mm. Um, it's a true true story isn't it yeah yeah so so it's about um, a um, an an author called Lee Israel who was kind of she had written some successful books but was struggling and especially financially um and kind of was just a bit of like a a sad character yeah and she she makes friends with richard e grant who i don't quite understand like what his like (laughs) job was if he had one i don't think so um and he uh and they kind of become like unlikely friends and then um she realizes that there's a lot of money in forging literary letters mm. so um letters sent between uh like famous authors and their lovers and then she writes them and she does a really really good job of it because she's a fantastic author but what she's doing is obviously illegal um and then is it illegal or is it, is it cause yeah because it's, it's forgery no, and oh, fraud, yeah. fraud anyway maybe or maybe not her crimes will catch up with her <laughs> you have to watch it to find out um, 
Do you want to talk about any films you watched on your flight? Um, no, because it's all crap. I watched um, <laughs> Race, which is about Jesse Owens in the 1936 Olympics. It was... I, I watched it because I was bored, but it just doesn't really... It's not to say anything in particular. It's kind of just almost like a vaguely more interesting, like vaguely more dramatic documentary about what happened, but without any of the actual like juicy historical details. It sounded like it was quite Hollywood. Like it was, it had yeah, like quite a, like a sheen to it. It did, but it was also really boring. Yeah. Um, so I, See, I, like, I I find it so annoying when you watch a boring film on a plane because I am number one candidate to like properly sob on a flight, yeah, and you I don't need to. You don't cry. even need to give me a good film to cry at. And the fact that I watched three underwhelming films that oh, also the selection just wasn't that good no, like I no, um I watched um Ocean's 8 after Can You Ever Forgive Me because I thought you know something like hearted I wasn't expecting to like love it and shockingly I didn't it was it was enjoyable um yeah. and the the cast was really like cool it was nice to see all those people in the same room um I don't think and I, 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 I think I did actually enjoy it I think my the thing that I just fully did not understand is that there was literally no moment where any of the characters experienced any setbacks or hardship. <laughs> it was like literally the the most successful. I'm sorry if this spoils the ending, but like it was just a successful um, robbery. Would you call it a heist? Mm. Nothing. Literally nothing happens other than them doing everything perfectly to plan. It was really confusing. Mm. Maybe that's maybe that's supposed to be the twist. Maybe I've just spoiled. <laughs> The whole thing. The twist is, there's no twist. Um, um, obviously, Rihanna's in it, which is always exciting. Is she in it that much though? Because I feel like I everything I've seen about she looks like she's in it, but not as a cameo. She's not. Well, the thing is, no one is because there's quite a lot of big actors in it. They yeah. have to. That's none of them have that much screen time. Yeah. But like, even even when you're watching it, and I think okay, I know I'm biased, but I do think Rihanna is actually a good actor. I think that she always does like I a, think she's a than fairly she good job. Used to be. I think back yeah. in the day she was not good but um, maybe she's grown in confidence and yeah but experience. she and she kind of like she she plays like a she's a hacker but she's um i think she's supposed to be jamaican in it mm. um she has like really long like dreads and like wears like a rasta hat and is like kind of like too cool which basically just kind of seems like rihanna because yeah. no one like wants to talk to her but then obviously somehow they managed to like slip in a scene where she's at the met gala and she wears like the most amazing dress really? and it's like and it's so irrelevant her character would not have put it on no, they just want and also there's no point in it but she like walks down the stairs in slow motion this red dress and it's probably the best part of the film <laughs> um, and then the third film i watched was tolkien mm. and uh i'm sorry to admit but the reason that i watched it was because i saw someone else watching it on the flight and um there were just some really beautiful shots of some Oxford colleges. And I was like, oh, yeah, might as well. But as someone who, you know, quite likes The Lord of the Rings and is really interested about Tolkien, and actually I don't really know that much about Tolkien, I really thought I'd learn something. And you didn't. I didn't. It was, it felt really timid in its approach. It was, there were some moments of genius um, when it was like, that there was a lot of really, really boring war footage, and I didn't really sign up to watch a war film. It wasn't like um, actual footage, was it? Was no, it no, like, no. Like it's oh, like it's just like boring, like Hollywood. Like he's in a trench, and then there's a gas. Like, like was he, the gas. war is horrible, but like yeah. we've all seen war films, yeah. and I know Usually that to, and about it's it. important that Tolkien went to war. And the cool bits was when he was there, and then like a bomb would go off, and there'd be like, like kind of like a a ghouly looking like dragon or an orc or something that you could that you that as someone who's seen and knows the lord of the rings like it kind of it's so exciting because you're like oh i can see That's, the inspiration yeah. for this thing but then for some reason they just focused on 
his love story and then also just yeah these like and then just boring bits of like him being in the trenches and then some sort of like just a bit about him being at Oxford but it just it could have been about anyone mm. it could have been about any sort of like unlikely but very very bright um young man in the early 1900s yeah. who like went to um he went to Oxford and like the only thrill in it was at the end when he like writes the first the opening line of the hobbit and you like you get the chills from that because you like know it and you and it's exciting not, but not because the film, not because, not because the film deserved i don't i'm probably being super super like harsh but if I, I'd say I haven't really read anything good about it though. I haven't read no, like, any, no. I like, think people were generally underwhelmed. Um, I mean, yeah. it filled my time. It was a long old flight. So. I just, like, cocked out each flight. I've been quite good with my flights recently. Just falling asleep and not waking up until just been flying comes. so often. I'm just like a bit of a jet setter. I'm a bit like a <laughs> gal of the world, Mr. Worldwide kind of vibe. Well, now we are. We're Mr. and Mrs. Worldwide. Who's, well, I mean, <laughs> say who's Mr. and Mrs. I'm also Mr. We could just be Mrs. Oh, actually, here's a question for our listeners, oh, our yeah. hundreds of listeners, maybe thousands. <laughs> hundreds is, of thousands. Um, I don't know how to contextualise why we were talking about this. We walked past a shop that was called Meat and Bread. Yeah. And we... Um, and I'm not, and this might sound like we've already run out of things to talk about. Um, <laughs> we haven't. But this we is the were just. Prime topic of conversation. We were, Sydney asked me whether, in our relationship, who is the meat and who is the bread. We, and we couldn't really come to a decision. We thought that basically um, both of us in our different ways are both meat like and bread like. Because there are some, like, for instance, we once saw a, a bottle of ketchup and a bottle of mayonnaise next mm. to each other. <laughs> no, no, um, it wasn't even, it was literally in our kitchen. It was in the flat in, in um, I think it was when we were in flat five in third year. Yeah. And we had a bottle of, I think we'd made some. Um, sweet potato fries or something 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 yeah nice and then in the kitchen we looked we sat in the sitting room and we looked over to the kitchen and there was a bottle of mayo and a bottle of ketchup there and I just I was like Tina like which I I asked her like which one are you and she said that you've been thinking the same thing and that she thought that I think I was the ketchup you were the, and you were the mayo, the mayo. Yeah. but like it was the most obvious I can't explain how it just strongly I knew that I was the mayo I and you like were the ketchup I think yeah because the ketchup was like a little bit bigger but it just you had looked like, at it, it was like a bit more like hench and like powerful and I was like this like sort of like <laughs> extra white like really, really <laughs> white creamy, creamy. <laughs> um, anyway so if you think that there's an obvious answer to who's the meat and who's the bread we'd like to know because um. we don't and it's like no it's, it's important for my sense of identity. I feel like this is like my horoscope, but in food. Like, oh, yeah. Bread. I think also we, we, we've decided that we're going to go and find like a tarot reader or something. Yeah. Because is it, tar- is it tarot, tarot or tarot? tarot? I was about to say that. Because isn't tarot like tarot is what I always get a tarot bubble tea. Oh, okay. I don't. That you I wouldn't know. Um, um, I think it might be tarot. Okay. Tarot. Well, anyway, we want to do that. Well, Sydney wants to do it. And I want to do anything she does. I... I really, I just think one time, I really want to be told something. If they tell me anything bad, then like, I'll, really I'll, spicy. I want to know like, yeah, just something. But it has to, exciting. it has to be really good. It has to be like, you know, fame and fortune. You are gonna be so unbelievably rich, and I'll be like, <laughs> okay, you're really bad. thanks. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's that's one of our, you know, obviously this travel is our traveling is just really really planned down to the T. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah don't know what else is going on yeah and if anyone has any recommendations of things to do in vancouver or places to visit or at any point in our travels if you know where we are because you follow us on our website um just let us know because need the wrecks because we're you know i don't know we just don't really know what's going on no we don't we're just kind of bumming around (laughs) but it's nice but it's so nice yeah honestly waking up in the morning and just being like 
guess what I'm gonna do today? Literally whatever I want. We're both saying that it's, it's weird to, like our brains are both trying to invent things to be anxious about. But, like they literally have nothing to be anxious about. So no, no responsibilities. Nice. I recommend. Yeah. So we're just approaching Granville Island where apparently there is a food market. And I think it should be about lunchtime. It is, no, no, it's like Yeah, it's half 12. So in the UK, it's half eight in the evening. Um, time difference is quite confusing. Yeah, it was confusing when we were arriving here because obviously I was coming from New Zealand and Tina was coming from England and it meant that I gained like over 24 hours so I kind of had a very, I had like a 48 hour long Thursday whereas Tina <laughs> gained a bit of time but not as much. Or did you lose time? No, I, well, we both gained time but you flew east direction. and I flew west which is why it, it was, was like, confusing. I get it. I don't need anyone to, you know, mansplain it to me. No. Mm. Yeah. I tried to manipulate, <laughs> but I, uh, but the thing is, I get like I know exactly how it works. I just don't. Oh, I just don't understand you how you can it. how you can fly in opposite directions and both gain time. Oh. Yeah, because yeah, as I said, you can explain to me a million like the the most like the the best explainer in the world could explain mm. to me how a plane flies, mm. and I will get it, but I will never truly understand. So it, there's that kind of difference between that sort of. You know, you could you could learn to write an essay on it, but you could never actually like you couldn't explain to someone else because you don't actually. <laughs> that was like basically me doing My whole every degree, physical geography yeah. essay ever. It's, it's also I found that with like Wi-Fi. Well, I'm not sure if I've ever had a good explanation of Wi-Fi, but I find it very confusing to know how Wi-Fi works because how do you just like hook onto this? Why have they like network? Um, what do you call that? Cellophane. What's it yeah. called in English? Like, um, cling film. Cling film. They've like cling film these trees. Anyway, yeah. Um, maybe because they're. I say they're not maple trees, are they? Maybe they oh, maybe they've taken maple from them because they, like they kind of like patched them up or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I don't Wi-Fi. I don't understand how you can have like <laughs> this network that you get. I, I understand that in terms of like how information is transmitted in a way because like through waves or numbers or I don't, know, don't ask me too numbers. Much. But <laughs> no, but you know, like kind of like bin- like binary yeah. code and stuff like on versus off and whatever. But I just don't get how Wi-Fi works. No. I don't get it. Also, to be discussed in further episodes is um, that I believe, or don't, well, actually, I don't believe, I believe that both dinosaurs and heterosexuality <laughs> are a myth. Very That's nice. something that... I agree with one of those things, and I'm not telling you which one I, I agree with. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, that's our update. And it's currently, it is Saturday the 18th of january Ooh. and we've been traveling since thursday the 16th so it's currently day two, day two. um <laughs> of, of hell for dinner <laughs> um so yeah cool. speak to you soon bye friends bye